I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Fan, it's taking Tierney here. What's going on inside of our Town Fair Tire Students where we're hanging out with you as always. Four hours a day, start at 10, right after Boomer and Geo. Take you up until 2. That is Cartner Roberts. And our Town Fair Tire Studio is where you get the guarantee lowest price on neighborhood tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Um, I just saw this during the break here. So it says, changes coming to Patriots after Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick have meeting. Mm. What changes could those be besides maybe maybe getting an offensive coordinator who's not a defensive coordinator <laughs> beside the obvious? Uh, that's Patricia. a good question. Do I mean, it doesn't sound there? like they're deciding to move on from Bill Belichick. I think Bill's got a job for life. He's yeah. coach whenever until he wants to. But the offensive staff just was, I mean, it was ugly last year. You have a second-year quarterback in Mac Jones. Look, he had some success when he was in college. Really good college player. Had a, okay, decent rookie season. He's over there screaming at the offensive coordinator, like, stop running the football because we suck at running the football. Throw the blank and ball. Um, it just, it was, it got bad there. So there's got, it's got to be to the offensive staff. Oh, I love when things go skew up there. Mm-hmm. I hope it's forever. He actually played well the last game of the season. Um, Mac, Mac Jones, but he's, he's, He's he's just a little bit above average. Let me ask you this. If Mac Jones was the quarterback on the Jets this year with the same exact personnel, what's the Jets' record? Mm, maybe they win one more game. Yeah, not significantly. No, more. it's not like they're 11-6 and six all of a sudden. No, no. Uh, here's the quote. This was from a report on NBC Sports Boston. Quote, don't expect a dog and pony show announcing firings or who's coming in for an interview. Belichick isn't going to put anybody's head on a spike mm. for the pleasure of the masses. You got to respect that about Bill. Yeah. But my understanding is offensive coaching reassignments are going to happen, and several offensive coaches are under consideration for the Pats 2023 staff. Mm. So now the Jets got to contend with somebody else that, let's be honest, Bill Belichick calls you or the Jets call you. Which one is more appealing? Yeah, Bill Belichick, obviously. I mean, I look look at, I mean, I guess I could go really find it, but nobody's nobody's like named. Right, Joe Judge is the quarterback's offensive assistant. Matt Patricia is the offensive line senior advisor. Like, but we like they were actually the the 
the offensive coordinator. Purposely non-committal. Yeah, it's it's yeah, purpose weird. purposefully obscure. Yes. It's impossible to find out who is who and what your responsibility is for the New England Patriots. All right. We have bigger issues here, but I thought that was interesting. Yes. I just saw that. Uh let's get Mario in Howell. He's on the Fantiki and Tierney show. What's up, Mario? Hey, uh Cheeky BT, how are you guys? We are good. What's up, dude? Uh so you know, just you know, I heard the quotes from Woody. Um, you know, he, I, I wanted to just share something with you that I came across. Since Woody bought the team, six general managers, seven head coaches, and I think wow, the, our next offensive coordinator will be our 13th, 13th. Uh, OC. Um, my concern here is really, regardless if if Fuller stayed or you know let go as he was, the the, the concern that I have is. Uh, this marriage between Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, do they have the freedom to really, you know, make the decisions that they think are in the best interest of the team? Because I, I, I can tell you, mean, you this You mean part. from a Woody standpoint, Mario? Is that what you're talking I'm, about? I'm saying, like, as a fan, I think Woody has too much say and influence. I mean, I know he's the owner, but, yeah. you know, it's not – it hasn't worked. And, you know, I, I listen to this show – Every day, and I can tell you that when we were five and two, when we were six and three, when we were seven and four, I didn't really hear many calls about you know Lafleur. Let you know Lafleur should go. A year ago, and probably even three games into this season, you could probably make the argument that the defensive coordinator should have been going. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I wouldn't exactly call him Buddy Ryan, but you know, the defense actually statistically. You know, came up. Uh, you know, as one. They of the were very good. Yeah, Look, very good. Yeah. yeah, Brick did a good job of developing a, a cobbled together group of free agents, young players, and obviously you get Quentin Williams playing at an All Pro level. I think talent helped Ulbrick get off the hot seat. I don't think he's on the hot seat any longer. But on the offensive side of the ball, it it, it is a little bit of an incomplete picture because of how poorly Zach Wilson was developed. But that's why you had to get rid of Michael Lafleur, as we used to talk right, about at the he, top of the show. He was he was he was not developed, and that's part of the job. And he, so he, somebody's he, head had to roll, even though he wasn't fired. He's no, pursuing I, other I, opportunities, I, but whatever. I hear you, but here, but let me just point this. You know, if I had to present an argument for Lafleur, yeah, uh, here, here's what I would say: uh, a decimated offensive line. Mm-hmm. Horrendous quarterback play. I mean, how many quarterback changes? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Yeah. What if you have four? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right now, uh, they they developed a rookie wide receiver who's going to be a stud. Yep. You know, he's a stud already. When when Brees Hall was healthy and when AVT was there, Soller even mentioned this uh, this on Monday. They were. At, I think Hall was averaging over five yards per carry. He so, was. You, you know, I mean, you know, there are some positives here um, in light of the situation. Quarterback, I think quarterback is obviously going to be the biggest driver. And if we just got competent quarterback play this year, we're probably in the playoffs. Yeah. No, you're, you're not. So probably is about yeah, it, Mario. There's, there's definitely. Yep, there's a definitely there. I appreciate your call, Mario. There's a, there's a de- call. definite in the playoffs if no you have competent question. quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not necessarily – that it they were like gross liabilities, turnovers, you know, things like that. It was just it was just anemic. You just never felt like there was a real opportunity to score a significant amount of points 
and that that's just you just can't win that way. Well, this is where football is is like baseball in terms of being overly critical. Like if you have a situation on a baseball team, and the Mets have been through this with Benitez, you know, like if you have just an arsonist out there who's yeah. just taking flames mm-hmm. to late in the game. It is. It creates such a heightened angst and this visceral reaction to the team that you can obscure some of the really good components of the team. Yeah, like all the years that the Knicks have been bad up until you know this year and and you know two or three others this century. Really, you know, it was just all encompassing. We suck. We don't score. We can't stop anybody. We don't rebound. We have no defensive presence. We're not coached well. Free agent stinks. Right? Like it's all one big broad swoop stink. But. With with baseball, when it's undone with, like, the bullpen, or football, when it's undone by horrendous quarterback play, it's a different level of frustration. Mm-hmm. Because we watch these games and we see all of the good components. But now when it's time to talk about them, we're so wound up from the one bad thing that destroyed our season that it is easy to overlook the good stuff. And the Jets do have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. That it needs to be said, and it's been said. And by the, that's why Robert Sala is not on the on the firing or the chopping block this season. Mm-hmm. That's why he gets another year. Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's there's a lot of good, even though there's a lot of bad too. Yep. Now let me ask you this: What if they're one and four to start next season? Yeah, I the mean, way it, they finish this year, it gets, kinda, it gets hot quick. And it, I mean, it's not even it's Dangerville at that point. Yeah, it's it's scorching. And if it feels like the the Jets are just out of the playoffs in the first month of the season. Robert Sala is getting fired. I can't envision that. So you know, yeah, you never I can't say either. Never, but I just don't see that. Not with this I don't roster. Either, but it just you, you, you threw the hypothetical. Out yeah, there. yeah, I got you. If it happens, Oof. yeah, he's gone quick because yeah. they got to start the search as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. New Fairfield, Connecticut. Steve is on the fan. What's going on, Steve? What's up, Steve? Hey, boys. How's it going? All right, we're good, man. Yep. Good. Good. A uh, little Knicks right here. BT, you had a caller before. Sound like a nice enough guy, but mm-hmm. you're you're tough on the Knicks. Give me a break, man. What's this Westchester Community College? He's a pros. <laughs> Handel's making 18. Bronson's got a monster contract. A good point. They blew leads. Win the game. They're not scrubs. They're yeah. a college team. So that was just, I want to get that off my chest. But if you follow me here, I don't know. You just got to follow this if it makes sense. I think when Ainge and we were talking and we all wanted Mitchell, everybody wanted Mitchell, but we were kind of treading lightly because we know Ainge's history, and he's got no love loss for the Knicks, that's for sure, and he's got a history of, you know, fleecing teams. But I feel if the Knicks knew Brunson was going to be this good, they would have pulled the trigger because I think they thought he was just going to be more of a facilitator, hit shots, they knew he could score, but I think if they thought he was this much of a monster, they would have gave up the youth and the picks and not been as high on Grimes and R.J., I, I just think no one knew he was going to be this much of a beast, Bronson. See, that uh, might you might be on something. Yeah. I, I never really looked at it that way. My focus was always on, you know, what's my ultimate evaluation of Barrett in terms of going back to the spider, you know, deal that never went down. Or, you know, yeah. Grimes, who they coveted, clearly. And obviously the stuff with Danny Ainge, which you raise a very good point. You, you deal with Danny Ainge, you usually lose. Um, yeah, I, I think what you say is is pretty truthful there. They knew that he was good. Obviously, right. target tampered. That's uh, got hit with that. Think a second round yeah. pick back. Yeah. So they knew he was good. I don't think anybody yeah. knew he was this good. I didn't know he was no. this good. Because if Mitchell's paired now with Brunson, yeah. I mean, this was. I mean, you could say Knicks are in that top four with the, you know maybe a little bit behind the Bucks and Celts, but they're right there. I don't think anyone saw this coming. And do we still to this day know 
what Ainge wanted, it switched. I know from the three young kids in the pick <laughs> yeah. to then R.J. Grimes in the picks. No. Does anyone never know to this day what he wanted? No. no. And at this point, Stevie, who cares? Yeah. We moved past it. You know, it, yeah. it's, it didn't happen. But, boy, that would I have thought about that once in a yeah, while. Yeah, that was just Danny Ainge trying to be smarter than the rest of the room. Mm-hmm. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. What did he get for that deal? I don't even remember now. He got a lot. He did, but I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> Guess what happened when you're not doing that? Do you remember coming. him as a player? Mm, ish. He was such a pain in the ass. Not really. He was a pain in the ass. He's one of those guys that looked like a choir boy, and he just... He just wanted to kick his ass, <laughs> but he wasn't wimpy. He was tough. Yeah. He was a tough, scrappy yeah, you'd guy. Want to, you'd want to kick his ass, but you'd probably lose. <laughs> yeah, Danny Ainge was, was he was he was good. He was. I mean, but it's funny because you know, at least what I fell in love with the Knicks. The Knicks were so wretched. Like the Celtics. I know that I'm supposed to have this hate for the Celtics, but I don't. Yeah, because they really have never gotten in my way. Because I've never been remotely good enough to get in their way. Well, there was a one. The J.R. Smith game. Yeah, but the Knicks won that series. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... That's the year they won 54 years with Woodson. Yeah, there was a, there was, there was a moment where they were yeah. part of... Like it was, oh, I conjured up hate for the yeah, series. Yeah. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. But like this historical, like, Yankees, Red Sox, eh, you know, Rangers, Isles, it's just deeply embedded. What did the Celtics ever do to me? Yeah. Nothing. You want to hear something like it, uh, it's going to disturb, disturb you? Uh, I have this thing from... Maybe, this, maybe not. about the Patriots. Oh, yeah, sure. Because I got in a little rabbit hole right. after you talked about the changes that are coming to the New England Patriots, according to whoever wrote yes, that article. I do have a question before you, and I'm certainly taking me on your wild ride here. It's not wild. Well, whatever. It's predictable. In when a lot when of ways. you go on these rabbit holes, right? Mm-hmm. During the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did this before we started. How are you still paying attention to the show? Because I have a, a first rate intelligence. You do. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Ability to have two ideas in mind at the same time and not. Lose the ability to function. Okay. Right? That's Scott Fitzgerald. All right. Um, so this is speculating from Sports Not. I don't know. I, How's that? I have no idea, but it's just speculating. Okay. It, it, I'm just giving credit where it came from. Got it. They are projecting the offensive staff for the New England Patriots next year. Oh, let's hear it. I'm going to be jealous, aren't I? Yeah. Of course well, I am. Well it, well, it depends. Go ahead. So they say offensive coordinator, and this makes a lot of sense because he's been in college a year too long, Bill O'Brien. Okay. Who won a national champion? No, did he win a national championship? I think he did win a national championship at Alabama. I could see Bill O'Brien. He was there. I believe they won the year he was there. Yeah, yes, I he, believe he's that he's there did. and he's been there for the last couple of years. They've been great, man. Their, their offenses are amazing. They're losing their quarterback because uh. he's, he's declaring for the NFL. So it's time for him to, to move on. Bill okay, O'Brien. Billy will be back in the house. Next. Quarterback coach. Uh-huh. Nathaniel Hackett. Wow. Who former was, head coach to a quarterback who, coach. Who was maligned as a Whoa. head coach and play caller, but as a quarterback coach. <sighs> He was great. Like Aaron Rodgers raved about yes, him. Yes, he did. He right? did. So, and that's why, but honestly, that's why he got the head coaching job. 100%. So he could be a great quarterback coach Oof. for. He could be a great OC. Ma- OC. I mean, but, forget about quarterback but coach. But I think, I think the year of play calling is so bad yeah. up in Denver. He's got to have to wait before he's an OC again. Fair enough. Um, Del McGee is a running back coach. I, no, I don't know who he is. Nobody knows. It's not going to resonate. Wide receiver coach. Hold on. You see who put his his hat in the ring for the Jets job yesterday? Who? Chad Johnson. Did he really? He's like, call me. I want in. But it is. He he tweeted. He's like, I want to work with more with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. Hmm. Interesting. I'd call him. I I mean, why not? If he has a former receiver on the he has a coach. It is a it is a former receiver, former Patriot wide receiver. Troy Brown, who's rising up the coaching ranks. He's Uh, currently in San Francisco. Wes Welker. 
Uh. Wes Walker. And actually, he's actually in uh, he's in uh, Miami now. The power staff. Went, yeah, I mean, that right. would be interesting. Wow. And who's going to be the quarterback? Do they go and steal Lamar? No, they'll keep Mac. They'll keep Mac. Mac stinks. I'll be I got with Mac. Bill O'Brien and Nathaniel Hackett will turn him into a more precision. What is his ultimate upside, though? Like, how? I mean, really, is he going to ever be a 35 touchdown, seven pick guy? I could see him being high yards? 20s, you know. Almost, you know, thirty five hundred yards. Yeah, like well, I the, guess I could see. That I, I could yeah. see him being being smarter with the interceptions. Mm-hmm. You know, under ten interceptions, but never nothing's gonna s- steal a Pro Bowl nomination or an All Pro nomination. But I think he can be a winning quarterback, right? I just, Boy, I, that's I really staff. do. I mean, if that happens, that's not gonna happen. I, I don't. I mean, what led to that speculation? Just somebody simply just because tweeting Bill away O'Brien their has a relationship with yeah, no, we know that. And, and obviously, the same with Wes and yep, and Wes obviously, and the thing with Hackett, Hackett, Hackett needs a has a, needs a a reputation rebuild, and you're not gonna, you're not going to do that by going into a high pressure situation. Like he, how many coaches can we name that are that one and dones? It's not a ton. Lovey, let's not. You mean? Yeah, let's not count. Let's not count Lovey Smith because that was. I think that was just nonsense. He was put in that position Wilkes. to fail. So Wilkes is one. Yeah, that one was surprising. Yeah, um, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's kind of rare. I, I, I can't think of really any off the top of my head. There's got to be a bunch so, here though. Hang on, there probably are. Not counting like interim guys who stepped. Yeah, not in the all interim that. guys, but a guy. Well, that's what we're talking about. So, and Hoff just said Nathaniel Hackett, but that's what we're talking about. How many one and done head coaches are there? And so when you when you ha- when you're done after a season, like you're just you must have been horrible. So he's not going to go be a head coach or offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, mm-hmm. a quarterback coach, a reputation rebuild is what he needs. And you go coach under Bill O'Brien and 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 Bill Belichick. That's a way to get yourself back into the the good graces of the of the you know powers that be in the coaching ranks in in, in the NFL. I have a question that management's probably going to get tired of hearing me ask. Mm-hmm. When are we going to get real Wi-Fi around here? <laughs> I mean, come on. It takes forever. When is Ever. this going to work? I got a whole database of first-year coaches uh-huh. who got fired, and it's not allowing me to pop up. I, I, I think there's more. There's oh, more than here we it think. is. I got it. You ready? Go ahead. All right. Well, Lou Holtz quit. Yeah. <laughs> that get, no, I, I, I'm just I'm going through it. Les Steckel in 84. Uh, Pete Carroll was one and done with the Jets in 94. Mm. Was he fired or did he leave? Yeah, he was fired. Yeah. Look, okay. we're going five in December. Oh, so, so Carroll. fire him. So Carroll. Joe Bugle with the Raiders in 97. Don't even remember him. Yeah, I remember. I remember Joe. Joe. I do. I remember him, yep. Okay. Ray Rhodes in 99 with the mm. Packers Okay. Did after he ever, his Eagle stint. Did he ever get a chance again? I don't know. I think he's a D.C., but not as head coach. I yeah. don't believe. Okay, go ahead. Al Grove. But I thought Al left voluntarily yeah, to go that, to college, that, that's right? Not, that's, 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 that doesn't fit. There's a flawed list that do, here. That's a flawed list. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer got one year in Washington in 01. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Yep. Art Shell, but 2.0, not the first time. Yeah, 2.0 with the Rebub, but why not? Yeah, true, but I can't count that. He had a huge, great Hall of Fame career as a coach. Like, yep. So I can't. First African American hired by the uh, yep. by the Raiders, right? I can't put him in anybody. There. Cam Cameron, Cam Cameron, the Dolphins in That's 07. That's a good one. That's Bobby a good one. Petrino, that was different circumstances mm-hmm. in 07. Falcons. Uh, Jim Moore with Seattle. There's actually quite a bit. Yeah. Hugh Jackson, one year with the Raiders. Mike Malarkey, one and done with the Jags in yeah, 12. Yeah, but Hugh Jackson was one year with the Raiders, and wasn't he the head coach of the Browns the next season? He was, but that's not the question. I know, I know. Okay, yeah. I'm just talking about yeah, these guys yeah, that sure. had one and done and were terrible. How about this name? You almost forget about this guy. This sounds like somebody you played high school sports with. Rob Trudzinski. 
The Browns in 2013, one and done, bang. Uh, Jimmy Tom Sula for the Niners. Chip Kelly with the Niners, not with the Eagles, obviously. Uh, Wilts, Freddie Kitchens. It's a lot of them. Yeah. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Uh, College coaches I discount. David Culley. David Culley. Hackett. Yeah. Lovey. Culley was put there to be. longer list than I thought. He was put there to be a sacrificial lamb. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of context. I'm just giving you answers. First you time said there wasn't first, a lot. First time, first time head coaches that are one and done. What? The first time head coaches that are one and done. First time. I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty extensive list. Don't, isn't that more than you thought? It's a lot more than I that's thought. That's what I'm saying. A lot more. But a lot of those guys. And you, more recently, to but, be fair. But a lot of those guys you never heard from again. That's, that's true. That's my. That's ultimately my point. Yeah. Like, if you're one and done, you're you're done. That is. <laughs> that means you so bad. Yeah. You gots to go. Yeah. Like, we can't even mess around and entertain you coming back because you're so I th- bad. I think you actually proved my point because you've forgotten about half of those names you just forgot about because <laughs> they were head coach and then they weren't. And you're like, all right, these suck. Uh-huh. They're going to hear his name again. Yep, yep. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, taking Kiri back on the fan. So, I was trying to, this was actually the other day. Uh, let's see here. It's impossible to get airfare. This is out to Minnesota. We were wondering how many Giant fans might make the trip, right? Yeah. They've had a lot of travel issues the last oh, couple of days. Uh, all the planes are small. There's not a lot of flights to that market, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are few tickets round trip coming home Monday Ooh. for $1,500 coach. Man, it's insane. Some of these business, somebody who, this is Tooch. He yeah. runs the whole travel thing, and he's obviously putting something together. It's it's insane. Uh, there's Probably not going to be a lot of Giants fans in the house for this one. Wow. We were wondering about that. Giant fans always travel well. They took over Jacksonville. Now, half, half of them live there, obviously. Yeah. Logistically, it's bad. Yeah, logistically sounds tough. Yeah, and it's also not the most desirable city to go. Listen, playoff right game is a playoff game. I mean, what is it right now in Minnesota? It's got to be, I mean, it's definitely colder than it is degrees. here. 13 degrees. Yeah, you're on a lake, right? You're on one of the great lakes. So. got to be freezing. Now, you're in, in the house on Sunday. You're warm, but... I mean, listen, you just go bar hop and go to a nice steakhouse. Of course, you can do something and, and pass the weekend before the game. But it's not like you want to play golf or go fishing. Well, I guess you go ice fishing. But doesn't look like the Giants fan is going to have a chance to really. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The, uh, as resourceful as they are yeah. and as deep-pocketed as some of them are, that's going to be a loud, loud sea of purple and yellow. Currently 24 degrees. Okay. Sunday is actually going to be high of 38. It's not terrible. No. It's, it's not indoors, terrible. so it doesn't matter, but still. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. We fixate on all these issues with the Jets, but, you know, it's just Mr. Blair Walsh. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about their myriad uh, mishaps over the years. Yeah, it's funny. I heard Gio talking about the, the, the Vikings crowd compared to us. He's a Vikings fan, as you know. And I guess it would have been at the Metrodome, the first game that he went to back in the day. And... And he was, you know, he was, he was like you would expect us to be. You're not happy. Something was going wrong with the day. They weren't playing well. He was yelling, screaming, whatever. And, like, the fans were getting on him for being too harsh. Really? Yeah, against the home team. <laughs> Could you Im- just imagine, juxtapose this here, Jets or Giants fan. Well, that, I mean. Going nuts. You know, I don't mean dropping F-bombs where you maybe say, hey, listen, yeah, I got yeah. a kid here. I don't, I don't mean that. But just, you know, an energy outwardly that Reacting is against the team. negativity. Yeah. Because they play bad. You can you naturally want to negatively react. And a fellow Jet or Giant fan saying, excuse me, can you please tone it down? They're trying their best. (laughs) Man, oh, man. What a difference, huh? Yeah, it's not harder to play in New York. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Let's get get Eric in Holtzville is on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, dude? So I got a question for Tiki What's and up? UBT, um, but I also have a comment, so I don't know which one you guys want first. Uh, go with the comment um, first, then hit, you, Tiki can take the question. Go ahead, man. It's all good. All right. Um, so the comment is I got a little bit of a gripe um, with, you know, the show in general, because I love you guys. I've been listening since the beginning. I've been on a couple times before. But I just feel, and I know you guys have Call, who's the best, and you just had Ian and whatnot. But I just feel, you know, BT, my father and brother are Jet fans, so my heart goes out to you, you know. And I feel your pain, you know, Joey B, all that. It looked like a real good year, and we didn't get to have the Jets in the playoffs this year, which is unfortunate. I was excited for that. But I am a diehard Giant fan. I'm a season ticket holder, you know, friends with LPG, not as diehard as him. I travel. I go away and uh, at least once or twice a year. And for the first time in six years, boys, we got to play. Playoff team in one of the best playoff towns, football towns in the country. And, uh, you know, let's go Giants. And being Tiki, being the only retired Giant player on the fan, I just really wanted to see a show more skewed for the playoffs and the Giants. Three days, we got the biggest game in this town in over half a decade. Did you not listen yesterday? We talked about it all day I yesterday. Did. I did. I and we'll did. talk about I it did. all day tomorrow. We got to do it every day. We got plenty of time for the off season and what we're going to do with the Jets and the OC. I'm sorry, BT. I no, you know, you. Eric, let me say this. I certainly give uh, a, give you a chance to ask Tiki the question. You know, sure. listen, I, we, I, we, it's our certainly it's our intention to do everything the way it's supposed to be done. I mean, are we perfect? No. Nobody's going to bat a thousand. I mean. Have we allowed the the Jets angle to usurp the the Giants energy? It's, it's possible. It's possible to an extent. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem. I could, I could probably grant you some of that. So ask us a giant question. We got you. 
You got it. I love yeah, you guys. Yeah, but what so. you said is and you want a little more giant energy, right? Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, do, that, I do. He's the Giants fan. Talk to him. He's got to bring it to the table. I'm the Jets guy. Just, right. you Let's go. Before, B- and BT, you said it before. You said we're a little, little Jets here, uh, Tiki. What's going on? Let's go. <laughs> so I, I give you credit. You noticed it first. Anyway, my Giants question is simple. Um, Tiki, what do you see as the major keys to the path to victory for the Giants on Sunday. I do feel that these are two ships going in different directions. We're getting healthier. We're playing better. And I think the Vikings, with their recent injuries to the O-line and yeah. some other stuff, I really feel like, I, you know, of course I'm a diehard, so this is, uh, you know, coming yeah. from a skewed I mean, perspective. But I could, I could I really get, I could get really in the weeds on what I would do game plan-wise, but it put a lot of people to sleep. But it, at, at its core, the Giants have to do what they've done. All Don't make mistakes. If they don't make mistakes, then they can win this game. And and it's really been their formula all season long. But they do have some advantages that they have to take advantage, take uh, you know, really take uh, care to to exploit. One is is Daniel Jones and his ability to run the football and and make the Minnesota Vikings defense think about how to attack this Giants offense. And you got to get big. Big plays out of Isaiah Hodgins. Obviously, Saquon Barkley's got to, you know, have a have a big day and, and rise to the occasion. But Daniel Jones is playing his first playoff game. I mean, I don't think he's going to feel any pressure because Daniel Jones feels like one of those guys that just doesn't let it absorb him. But defensively, they got to make Kirk Cousins night miserable. They have to, if he's miserable and he's frustrated, he'll make a lot of mistakes. We've seen teams do this to him earlier in this in the year. He always finds ways to come back. But if the Giants get a lead, then that's when they get the advantage. Eric, what I said the other day is I, I want to see clean hit, you know, nothing dirty. I'm not, not subscribing to that at all. But, you know, first six, seven minutes of the game, I want to see somebody pop them right underneath the chin strap, and I want to see blood. That's what <laughs> well, I want to we, see. Yeah, we, rested, uh, we rested Williams. We rested Aziz. I think you're going to see that, BT. Let's hope. And I uh, love you guys. You yeah, sound like an it. awesome dude, man. Enjoy really, the game, Eric. I yeah. appreciate the honest, uh, you know, what you, you perceive to be maybe a little giant slight there. I've gotten tweets on that, too. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, we do what we do. Yeah, but maybe we need to do a little different is what the, Eric is saying out there. Talk about the Giants all day yesterday. We'll talk about them all day tomorrow. It's what it is. The Jets fired as offensive coordinator. <laughs> Eric sounds like a nice guy. Of course he does. I like that guy. Giants, Can I tell you, what, Giants what you fans are great. My, my favorite quote, by the way, Eric didn't say that exactly to me. He's like, oh, you know, the Jets are irrelevant. Let's talk about Giants. I was like, okay, let's go. And he gave me the, the Giant question, and we were ready to go. Yeah. I can't stand when people call in and say, you guys don't talk enough about this, uh-huh. and then just leave it at that. Meaning like, when they have a chance to actually talk yeah, about it. it's like, yo, you have a spotlight. Like, take advantage of it. Don't, like, waste time. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you listen. want us to bring the fire, you bring it, too. Well, I understand that, but maybe you got to do a better job producing. Make sure they're ready to go. I did, <laughs> and he wasted time on that. <laughs> no, Eric's good. Maybe you got to, uh, you know, be a little more perceptive that well, they might be inclined to not bring the heat when they, when they actually get on the stage, and... Get him ready to do that. I do get him revved up. Well, maybe you got to do it better. We waited on on home, on phone, on the phone for an hour. I That's hear Lou Gower the other day. I guess it was two. Uh, let's say Thursday, Tuesday night. I stayed around an extra an hour and a half or so because I had the St. John's game, and rather than go home to Jersey, I said, "Let me just stay here, go through the Midtown Tunnel." Blah blah blah. So they keep their door open like we keep our door open in the control room. And uh, I hear Loogie, you know, shouting down callers. He's having debate. Maybe you need to take a page from Oh, wait, you haven't, you haven't heard aggressive. me. Oh, he does that. I do. I didn't ask you, Dove. Thanks. Thank you, Dove. I appreciate that. We're a team back here. Oh, now he's your buddy, huh? Always. Always. He's on my side. Let's go. Is. All right, gotcha. 
Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right. Da, 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 da. 144 of the Fantasy Tiki and Show. Yeah, Football Friday tomorrow is going to be absolutely juiced. Carton Roberts coming up at two here. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kramer, a little music switch. Good transition right there before we get back to these phones. I am about to enter a heater. I just feel it. I don't know. Kind of feel it in the gut a little bit. Did a little hockey one for you last night. Said, take the Flyers, goal and a half. Got it. Time for the Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Uh, Hoff, you might, you're, you're a hockey guy. You might like this one where I'm going tonight. Uh, Ramsey, choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem. Real clothes for real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. I'm going to mess around with the cackalacking kraken. I'm going to take the kraken, all right? Is that how you say it? Yes. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm going to take the kraken, and I'm going to take the kraken on the money line, which is pretty juicy, pretty meaty, plus a 192. I'm not even like, don't give me half a goal. No, no, I'm going for the win on the road in Boston. Take out the Bruins. Seattle plus 192 to win. Straight up win. Money line, they call it, on the street. Money line Kraken. That is definitely a first on the show, T. Kraken. <laughs> definitely. The cackalacking Kraken. You ever watched a Big Daddy rocking with Seattle Kraken game? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't know if I can name a player on their team, actually. Can I, you? De- I definitely cannot. Is Jay Buner in the pipes? Is uh, Edgardo as... Uh, Martinez, uh, let me see. Let me give, give me more obscure one. Hold on. Mm. Is Dan Wilson their defenseman? Remember him, the catcher for the old Seattle Mariners? Of course, Dan Wilson. That Seattle team him. was awesome. What are you talking about? Oh, you remember him? Of course, Dan. That uh, that Seattle Mariners team was ridiculous. That, we talk I was about terrified of that team. You and I, by the way, off the air, we're talking about I'm gonna be the show. Oh, it's awesome. And when we used to, when we used to play MVP baseball. That, that was one of the teams I used to play with all the time. Yes, so. they scared the hell out of me. You know, not just Edgar, but Buner. Uh, even Wilson had a little pop. I mean, that, that team was nasty. That team was really, really good. So, yeah, Dan Wilson is the uh, defenseman for the Kraken. Can you name somebody on the Kraken? Uh, considering I have the roster up, yes, I can. Who's their best <laughs> player? Uh, their best player... Uh, Jordan Eberle's on there, but I don't think he's having a great season. It's Andre Burakovsky. Oh, yeah. Is he Russian? He's a hockey player. How do you spell his name? It's B-U-R-A-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Sounds Russian, right, Deke? Mm, sounds like it. Yep. I thought you meant the crack in the Omicron variant. They got a sweet logo, though. <laughs> it reminds me of the Seattle Mariners. Same colors. It's awesome. That's cool. I, right, do, I do I do like their jersey. It, it, they they came up with a good scheme. Yeah, they did. But you don't count because you have two hockey teams, which is just unforgivable. You're not allowed to do it. And you that's do. Just, that's the stupidest and, thing. And it's not the stupidest thing. You ask anybody at the station. Now, listen. Some Most guy, people don't have any hockey teams. I have two. It's okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good retort. Some guys on the station aren't diehard fans. You go around and ask the people. But, but let me... I want you to name the diehard fans that are on the air. Not, not You don't need to mention their teams. The people who have jobs on this station could be weekend people as well that are diehard fans. Start naming people. Go. Diehard, diehard fans of what? It doesn't matter. Diehard fans of anything. There's fan, There's entertainers, then there's diehard fans, then there's the hybrid. Brandon Teen. Okay, Tierney, so, so one. I'm a fan. Who else? Uh, diehard fans. Evan Roberts. Evan Roberts, number two. Giannotti. Uh, Evan might be one. Well, no, I'm not. No, 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 there's I'm no, no order. order. No, to be yeah. fair. No. 
Uh, I teeth. McPherson. McPherson's on the list. Yep. Salicata. Yep. Sal's on the list. That's definitely four. Craig Carton, I think, has you know. He's super fan. We, we can't put Craig on that list. We can put Craig on <laughs> the highly entertaining Bo- list. Boomer's a high, uh, is a diehard yes, fan. Yes, Boomer's really on the is. list. Yeah. Okay, and then what else? What, 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 I think Coach from the weekend. You put her on. She's Daniel a big Carton, fan. That's true. Yeah. Uh, McMonical. Oh, I, I like her. She's cool. Yeah, she came to the uh, Blue Ale House. Nice. She was at the Reds tailgate that we did too. She's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, C Mac is on the list. Do we put Loogie on the list? He kind of. He's a diehard fan. Definitely a big Mets fan. But yeah, he's a, he is a big Mets fan. And and Knicks, too. All right, so there's a lot of us. Name, a, ask any of those people. Any of them. Not not Craig. Not Tiki. Not whomever else doesn't fall into the file that we're identifying now. <laughs> okay. Ask them if it's okay to have two teams of any sport. Oh, I don't the care what they no. say. Yeah, no, that's fine. Can I bring up somebody? Yeah. Sure. Who used to be on a lot with your former partner? Jody Mack. Yes. Oh, he was a fan of multiple. Yes, Cowboys and Jets. There we go. I what? found that I found out about Jody when I was hosting with him on the old station. I almost lost my mind. I almost walked out. I'm like, I I thought I knew you. I can't work with you. One of the greatest guys I in the world. I love Joe. Yes, great guy. Thank you, Dolph. Nailed a little it. fraudulent though with that, and I called him out on it. Mm. So yes, I mean we love Jody. Everybody knows Jody, but Jody is not the example of the diehard <laughs> fan. So I appreciate you bringing my boy Jody's name to the air, but that is not uh, valid to this conversation. Well, you're, you're not a diehard if you're if it's split. Like, like you, oh, it's another way to look. Right. At it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I disagree. Hard. Can you be married to two women and 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 love each yeah. one equally? What no. state are we in? Somebody's getting our country. Somebody's getting forty nine percent. Somebody's getting fifty one. Uh, wait, are somebody's you a diehard Jets fan? What's that? Are you a diehard Jets fan? Of course I am. Diehard Knicks fan. Of course I am. They're a diehard for two, two teams. No, same sport. No, same sport, though. But but if they're different divisions, NFC, AFC. Oh, stop, please. Yeah. Now, now you're just making the conversation. I, yeah, I, you're I, 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 This is no longer palatable. I didn't waste my time. Two, two one o'clock now games. Now we're talking nonsense. Two one o'clock games. Two, two teams, one o'clock, both teams. You got to pick one. If Knicks you, are playing same time as the Jets. Same okay, thing. well, that's happened many times. And what you do, and I know Evan does this because I do, you prioritize. Like, there's been many times this, this uh, for some reason. And the so Knicks who do play, you prioritize? Well, for some reason, the Knicks play so many games, like at noon on Sunday or at 6 o'clock on Sunday. I can't stand that. So what I do is I DVR the Knicks. I watch the Jets and the Giants. Giants for work. Jets for passion and work. And then I, I watch the Knicks after. So I prioritize what's important. Like, if the Yankees are playing a relatively meaningless September game at 1 o'clock, first pitch 105, I'm watching the Jets and the Giants. That's an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Prioritize. More, more diehard Jets, then. Prioritize. More diehard Jets. And this is why it's easy for me, because I can get to watch the Rangers at 7 o'clock, and then the Sharks come on at 10, and we're good. Fraud. You're a San Jose Sharks fan. Yes. <sighs> it doesn't even make sense. Diehard. Well, it, it does. Because forever. Because the leech. Leech? What do you mean leech? I mean, because the Graves. Oh, because of Graves, yes. Oh, I thought you meant that. I was a lead. I was leeching off of the Sharks. I said the wrong player. No, because Graves. Oh, cause Gra- no, you. but that's. But I was a Sharks fan before that. When they came in the league in 90, but that's I was. Even what? Because their colors were in some of the, the rap videos on, on MTV? No, because cool I'm a hockey. They, yeah, I know. They, did, they were awesome. The, 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 the teal and the black. They yes. were pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, but you don't become a fan. I'm eight years old. Yeah. I, my favorite movie is Jaws. Hmm. What's wrong with that? No, it was great. And then the San Jose Sharks coming to play. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm a hawk. I love playing hockey. The San Jose Sharks, Jaws, let's go. This is all working out. Wow. That's a very and, unique and, way to fan them. I mean, I can't knock I'm it, I eight, guess. Though. Can I I'm investigate for a second? That way. Yes. At eight years old, your favorite movie was Jaws? Yes. At eight? At eight. You weren't terrified? 
No. Now, keep in mind, what year were you born? 83? 82. 82. Jaws came out in 77. The and first there was one? already Jaws, Jaws mm-hmm. Part 2, 3, and I think 4 had already finished by then. There too. was definitely 4, maybe in SeaWorld. Part 3 was 3D. Jaws that was 3D. Sea, that was th- the SeaWorld one. Th- yeah, oh, SeaWorld. Okay, it was that was three. awesome. Okay, yes. gotcha. Jaws the Revenge was 4, and then they kind of jumped the shark. What is that movie without How the music? How eight are Honestly. you? Would- yeah, the, the like, without the music, it sucks. How, how at eight was that your favorite movie? You, he's crazy. Like, he's no cartoon or something. Like, I love sharks in general. No, cartoons are cool, but like sharks are awesome. I'm a big shark guy. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, have dude. you ever have you ever sw- like gone swimming? No, with sharks? I want to. That's why I was, when I heard Tiki did it with the with the great white, I was yeah. like. I need to do you that. In a cage or are you I was freestyling in a cage. there? Definitely in a yeah, cage. Right in a cage, right? <laughs> oh, hell no, no. I, I'd probably oh, go, I wouldn't go freestyling, that, but I want to go in a cage. That's a rather aggressive tiger shark that has permeated the group. <laughs> Excuse us. Oh, there's a little bull shark. I don't know if he's supposed to be here, but he is. Good luck, Tiki. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that that's your favorite movie. You're, you are a crazy You love a horror, horror movie. Yes. You're out of your mind. Mm. We saw Megan, by the way. Oh, and, you know what? I meant to bring this up and, on the air. What about the it? Kids loved it. Okay, What's loved the, it. Yeah, loved it. Uh, that's a weird movie a, to take uh, your kids to. Yeah, I gotta be honest, man. Buddy. Did they want to see it, or did you? They or did you want to see? It? No, they them, they begged me to see it. I didn't go. No, Anthony's the only one that did not see because he's only five. Oh, good but, parenting. <laughs> but the well, nine, ten year old, he's watching. Not, yeah. uh, you know, he's watching rated R. It was PG thirteen. PG thirteen, and yeah. they loved they loved it. And JD, who's twelve, was like walked. In. I I had to push him into the theater. He walked out. Like, that was awesome. Now PG thirteen, because I'm, you know I'm at the point where I've got to start paying attention to this. Yeah. Are you getting the gratuitous boob shot that you don't want kids to like? What are you getting was, with PG thirteen that couple, you want to you had a, shield from kids? Couple curses. Okay. A little violent, like f bomb curses or like middle of the road curses. There was one f bomb, I believe. Okay, go ahead. Uh, if I can remember, I know there's a little tiny bit of cursing. Gotcha. There was obviously some themes that were in there that are like a little bit above. Yes. The children that are like, I don't really know if I really want them to understand all of it. It wasn't more like um, it wasn't overt. You had to really, if they were dialed in, they could pick it up, but they might not yet. Right. And Got again, it. again, there was some violence to it. The theme is it's a it's a robot killing people. How does she kill them? With like knives? With how, how like the, Chucky? Yeah, Chucky. it's kind of like Chucky meets Ex, Ma- Ex Machina. Did you ever yeah. see that? No, I didn't see that. Oh, great what about movie. the Shamrock with Jennifer Aniston? That I was her first movie ever. Isn't it Machina? Leprechaun? The Leprechaun. Yes. Isn't it Machina? Is it? Yeah, I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> Leave it to <laughs> this guy to church it up. <laughs> Just wondering. I'm know. not good pronunciation, right. but Ex Ma- Machina, Mach- Machina, yes. Come Great on, film, though, by the way. You just work the H in there. It's a soft C and it's Machina. an H. Machina. Come on. What's so hard about Machina. that? It's first great stuff. So the premise is she. it's a, it's a robot killer. It's a it's a robot that somebody I'm looking creates at the doll right now, it's and they give odd. it they give it they <laughs> it basically is able to doubt. I'm giving away secrets, but whatever, whatever, whatever robot movie. I mean, yes, it's a robot that kills people. Yeah. How how do they kill? How do they kill people? Is it gory? No, that's the thing is it's not so gory, but they they do. Have, there's a scene with a knife and and yeah, I don't want know. my. Th- I mean, you want your kid seeing that? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, why I hate. But that's Why where take him to that movie. Well, because he begged, and I decided I I made sure that if there's anything that's too crazy, I for the death scenes I put my hands over his face, and he cannot uh, see the. the no, little I remember one. those days? Yeah, yeah, getting the old hand over the eyes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, was the wife okay with you taking to see them? Yes. Oh. All right. So, Copa I had permit. I had permission on, on the all same fronts. page. Yes. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, it's all... <laughs> I tell you, this world is so jacked up. I remember I took Colt to see right before the pandemic. I get. Was it The Last Jedi? What was in 2020? 
Was it The Last Jedi? Is it, are we talking about the, Star Wars? Yeah, Star I, Wars? I jumped to, and I remember like my friend saying, oh, is he too young for that? I'm like, it's Star Wars, you freak. <laughs> and I know it's not quite the Star Wars that we grew up, which was completely harmless, but it's Star Wars. I'm yeah, taking them. But people die in there, get too. Get over it. Don't the people get killed in that movie? Yeah, they do, but it's Star not Wars. gory. It's like you get hit with a blaster. Exactly. And, 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 and you a, light up. He's right. And there's no blood. <laughs> I, I think, to my recollection, the only speck of blood that I've ever seen in any Star Wars is when Obi-Wan rips off with the, in, in the bar scene in A New Hope when he slices off the arm of that, that animal, that thing, in the bar, and there's like a little trickling of blood on the floor. Anytime somebody got popped with a blaster like Han Solo, <laughs> it would just like you'd see fire and a flea. You never saw blood. It's because it you was didn't. it was instantly cauterized. <laughs> what? <laughs> like you know, you get you have bleeding, you, you eat it, and it's all oh, right because the it's cauterized, right? God. The lightsaber. No, or the no, blaster. About the, the, oh, the, the blaster. blaster, right? Yeah, yeah. So it kills yeah. you, but it cauterizes you at the same time. All right, <laughs> all right. Care to talk about thermonuclear fusion now? (laughs) Go back to infinity. I can promise you what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen tomorrow with Spike. Hey, guys, good show. You guys got a little loose the last five minutes there. A little loose the last five minutes. You know it's coming. (laughs) A little loose. Oh, we're going to get loose tomorrow. Get loose for those giants. Mm -hmm. Barbara, I want you to wear... Do me a favor. I am not. Wear a Giants jersey. Wear your Giants jersey tomorrow. Are you crazy? Okay, bring in your Giants jersey. I'll wear it. No way you'll wear a Giants jersey. I'll wear it for it. You're a Jet fan. I'll wear it for my Giant friends. You're going to wear a Giants jersey tomorrow. I want the Giants to win. I will. I want the Giants to win. I'm not, I don't want the Vikings to win. So now you're a fan of two teams. I'm a fan of of our city. (laughs) He didn't even entertain the dig. I do like how you brought that all the way back. (laughs) See, Spike, we did tie it all together, Spike. It wasn't waste, uh, you know. I'll wear the, or at least I'll prop it up somehow. Just bring the, just bring the jersey and I'll figure something to do with it, all right? (laughs) Bring it in. I guarantee he forgets. Hoff, is he going to remember to bring the jersey? No. No chance. Mm -hmm. All right, New York, you heard me. Beg my, bring the jersey in. He won't bring it. We'll be here at 10. Have an awesome day. Carton Roberts coming up next. See you. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.